Hello, I'm Shala Qubadi, Associate Professor of Information Management at Leeds University Business School. And I'm Amber Young. I'm an Assistant Professor at the University of Arkansas in the Sam M. Walton College of Business. And today, we're going to be talking about women in tech, and especially women in information and communication technologies. This is part of our series for International Women's Day here on Leeds University Business School's Research and Innovation Podcast. Amber, both of us have been academics in information systems field, dealing with development and use of technology. How do you think our female colleagues have advanced the field? That's a great question. And I think really women are just killing it right now in information systems. We're seeing a lot of contributions and just really innovative thinking coming from women, whether it's Wanda Orlikoski's ideas about sociomateriality, or if we look at how Anne Myshock and Lynn Marcus have really brought this concept of designing information systems to improve societal challenges and to get that kind of research recognized and published in our top journals. Really interesting stuff going on in design science with Anne Myshock and Lynn Marcus as well. They have some background there and Shirley Greger is, is leading the way in design science. Um, Dorothy Leidner, Sergei Yarvampal. We have a lot of women who've contributed with research. Um, Sue Newell, and then, of course, as editors, we had Ritu Agarwal was editor-in-chief of Information Systems Research. Dorothy Leidner is the current editor-in-chief of the Journal of the Association of Information Systems. Circa Yarvampal at Journal of Strategic Information Systems, uh, formerly. And then Liz Davidson at Information and Organization. So a lot of women in those very top roles just shaping how our field develops right now. So so that's been really interesting. And and even in my own department. So I, I've been really lucky in my own department to work with Mary Lassity, whose work on automation and practice-based research has gained a lot of traction. And Tracy Sykes, who's had like 15 financial times 50 hits in the last 10 years. Yes, that's awesome. And I think whenever I think about our female colleagues' contributions, it's not about different genders. It's completely beyond male or female categorization. It's pure contribution. And I think that's the way to go. We have um, a remarkable context in our field, I think, because we're a newer field, that maybe some of the ingrained and entrenched norms that enforce sexism are likely to be less routinized since we are a new field. And we're seeing some really encouraging patterns from new researchers too, right? Like you're doing some really interesting work. Um, We have Christy Chung and Nina Huang and Carmen Leong who, who have just put out an amazing amount of content and had a huge impact on our field in, in a relatively short amount of time. So we're seeing that our field was shaped by some senior women and that we're able to continue that pipeline with some new younger generation of women. So we're both teaching digital and IS topics and you've worked in the software industry before joining Leeds. We hear that in industry, there's a lot of need for women in tech. Why is it that tech companies highlight this? In the past, 
Has there been a low number of women in the field? Um, it's a very interesting question. Studies have shown that women make up 50% of users of IT products. Um, in gaming, 50% of gamers are women. Even 47% of the entire workforce tend to be women. But we see a research from a tech partnership women's in IT reveals that only one in six of tech specialists in the UK are women. Um, even I was reading a new report from Microsoft in 2018 revealing that women only represent 28% of the employees. Um, Amazon, I think, was leading with like 40%. Google was 30%. Facebook 36% and Apple 32%. And I think even this imbalance is greater when you take into account that um, a lot of, let's say, these 20, 30, 40% are people, let's say, women associated to activities such as HR, communication, marketing, uh, and not necessarily the actual development and design of technology. And that would be a really much bigger problem. Um, and just like our field, which I wouldn't necessarily argue our female colleagues have created different type of theories, I wouldn't say women would necessarily make different type of products. Uh, but what matters is let's say technology fields such as information communication technology that is ever increasingly changing and needs more human resources um, is basically in need of like 50% of the population and this 50% is like it's being excluded from the possibility to come to this field and expand that. Um, so I believe one of the major reasons that organizations, they have realized that the lack of women in IT jobs is not just a problem for women, but it's a problem for the whole business sector is having access to a greater pool of talent. Um, so as a result of that, we see organizations have started to recognize the benefits of employing more women in this sector, and they try to address gender imbalance in the workforce. Another reason that I would argue is because um, we recognize that artificial intelligence is playing a very important role in today's um, environment. And um, of course, when there is gender imbalance, let's say in the number of women in this industry or um, in the number of women on executive roles in um, IT sector, what happens is that this type of imbalance is being fed into our artificial intelligence. And as a result of that, this creates more imbalances and reinforces more of those sort of issues. And once again, as I said, I don't think these initiatives are necessarily for um, more diversity, more, uh, let's say, ethical aspects, more fairness, but primarily um, they are deeply rooted in commercial reasons that we want to be innovative. We want to be progressive in this industry. And because of that, we need a greater pool of resources. I mean, we saw that with Amazon's hiring algorithm, right, that they they designed this bot to help them with hiring and to sort applications. And it learned that their trends from the past hiring were to hire men. And so the algorithm started ruling out 
candidates that it figured out were women that say they had like women's chess club on their resume and things like that. So what are some of the concerns that remain? I think there are still a lot of initiatives and there are still a lot of concerns. And this is primarily because when we talk about more women in this field, it's not just about any type of job. It's also about where we are talking about imbalance. Um, so let's say, do women have the opportunity to take senior jobs do women have the opportunity to be entrepreneurs um interestingly um in in the past few years partly because of the advocate jobs of let's say some ceos um i do remember that facebook uh, one of the executives she was uh, she had actually written a book about how women are really uh, lacking in in the board and because of that as a result of those type of activities we have seen the number of women is increasing in boards even i was reading a report which was saying um there is that it seems to be more diversity gender diversity in boards than in actual development workforce which is partly because um, board type of activities for um, showing like impression management activity that we want more female on those type of jobs but there are also some very interesting areas that there are still significant imbalances one of them is supporting women to or allowing women actually to be entrepreneurs of game-changing products one of the slides that every semester i teach my uh, and i show to my students is like the picture of young generations who contributed new ideas like amazon facebook um, microsoft apple and i once i noticed that all of those pictures are male entrepreneurs and then i really asked myself so what about female entrepreneurs does it mean that we don't have many women who come up with great ideas um, i was reading an article in um, actually a research done at wharton business school uh, saying that although a lot of women initiate a lot of ideas in the industry in, in tech but what happens is um, about just two or three percent of those ideas are supported by venture capitalists and the article was raising the concept of homophily which says venture capitalists tend to be men and men tend to support same gender as a result of that even women with some really interesting ideas that have the potential to be game-changing uh, they actually are being overlooked because of their need for venture capitalism for basically money um, imagine how many great ideas are going to be dismissed because of um, this sort of dynamics that exist so yeah there are still a lot of concerns because it's not just about the number of women it's about the type of activities that women are supported or are excluded to actually participate in them i wonder what do you think because you see a lot of women in this field and that they come and they study uh, how do you see the ideal situation for women in tech well i think that there's a lot of room for improvement still though our field you know has a lot of women and is inclusive in a lot of ways i think there there are certainly ways that we could look how look at how women as a group 
may tend to be disadvantaged. I mean, certainly everyone is an individual and the way that we experience life is very individual, but you can aggregate this and see patterns at the group level that women do potentially have more work-life conflict or do potentially have more responsibilities outside of work and things like that can get in the way of us being able to progress in the field. So I would like to see companies recognize the value of women and try to address some of the systemic issues that I feel women um, need some help to overcome. There are a number of things that should be addressed in the future. One is like to me, the ideal day is not just a day that we would have 50% women, 50% men. Um, what matters to me is like really raising awareness and enhancing girls' critical thinking so that they are able to decide for themselves what they really want and they are able to distinguish between what the society asks them to do and what they really want to do. So let's say previous generations, there were a lot of voices around, you know, technology is for men and um, other activities are best suited for women. And now it's, we are moving into the opposite direction. What I think matters is to raise a generation that is able to distinguish between these voices and their inner voice and decide for themselves because it's not just about the type of job that they do it's also about the type of colleagues that they want to have the type of environment the type of universe that they would live in so it's important to really return to themselves and decide for themselves another thing i would say is um and i i would say i see this less um, in a lot of initiatives is to um, give a much greater picture of the possibilities in the tech field. Um, so, for example, like a lot of initiatives talk about if women participate in this industry, it's a lot about being a technical person or knowing how to code. But things are changing and we see a lot of, uh, so, let's say, software field has a lot of roles that they deal with the artistic aspects of developing software or let's say about the uh, psychological aspects of user behaviors and they are very important in tech industry and um, which means not every man or every woman who wants to be in this field should be necessarily a technical person you can be game changer in these fields but not necessarily a um, let's say type of a technical person. Yeah, I know that um, there has been work that showed that if we present IT jobs that are social and show the social aspects of that and show that you're not always just alone by yourself in front of a computer, that that can be more effective in recruiting women. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of opportunities and um, we're, we're going the right direction and more needs to be done, but, but we are moving the right direction and I, I hope to see a lot more women in our field in the future. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Shala. It was really great talking with you. And thank you everyone for listening to us. If you are interested in getting in touch about any things we discussed today, our contact details are available in the description of this podcast. Thank you and have a nice day. Goodbye.
Thank you.